0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Heart Story podcast. My name is Kellen Lara and I'm the host. I'm here today with the amazing Mary Histings, and each of our conversations is richer and richer than the last. So so happy to bring this dialogue to you today about conscious communication. We'll go a little bit deeper into that with a few different stories and some things that we're learning through practice. Um, Mary, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and talk about all the amazing things that you're doing, and then we can
1: get started. Okay. Well, thanks Carolyn. So awesome to be with you. I'd love our conversations. Um, I'm a massage therapist and I've, uh, practice in Herndon, Virginia. Uh, I've been in the healing field of a field of field of healing for about 13 years and, um, also, uh, since being with my partner for the last six years, really been deep diving into conscious relationships. And um, I'll be offering a conscious relationships workshop. So I'm a facilitator for that coming up here. Um, yeah. So I love to talk about conscious relationships. You know, we're on the journey, each and every one of us. I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm happy to share what I'm learning and open up a dialogue for conversation.
0: Amazing. And Mary has such a beautiful um, healing energy around everything she speaks and does all of the healing work um, that I've experienced with you. So. so where should we get started today? So much to talk about in so little time. <laughs> we had um, chatted about a story
1: about, um, I don't know if you want to go into that to start off. Sure, sure. Yeah. I always find it's good to start with an example and then we can unpack it. I was just sharing with Carolyn something that happened this week. I had a a moment when I was just having some deeper reflections on how I was interacting with a couple of my clients in my work at at my office. And I started thinking about um, the professional boundaries that I have around that relationship with my professional clients Started to feel like you know um, the profile of some of my clients—they're older women that are you know uh, divorced or widowed, and they're basically just lonely and looking for support. And I think sometimes it's it can be tempting for me to let the boundaries slip a little bit because they just want support. So I was just having a deep moment where I was reflecting on you know where's my responsibility in that? Have I let the boundaries slip a little bit? You know how am I holding up my side of the professional? You know, um, relationship. And I was just reflecting on it and feeling very vulnerable. And I decided to just share it with my partner because, you know, something just to let him know what I'm going through and to maybe see if he had any feedback for me. Um, however, I decided to do this as we were getting ready in the morning for to start our day. So brushing teeth and all that. And um, so I shared a little bit with my partner and he, was very much in his male mind. And, you know, all you have to do is, you know, just, you know, let him go, cut him free, you know, move on, you know, just dissolve the relationship and move on. Simple as that. Back to brushing his teeth. You know, he had given me the solution and I realized that I'd felt, you know, very vulnerable at that moment. And I reflecting on it now, maybe that wasn't the best way or time to share it and to respect my own, my own inner workings. So that's just a short story I thought would kick off for a discussion today. Mm -hmm. And to like, to figure out your own inner workings, like to process
0: it first before you spoke to him. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what would that have looked like for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, if I could redo it, I would, I would definitely, you know, take more time for myself, you know, instead of just throwing it out there as we're brushing our teeth, I would maybe spend some more quiet time, maybe journaling about it, you know, really sit and, and ask myself what's going on inside here. You know, I was feeling a little bit, um, I don't know, like guilty. I was feeling a little bit, um, like I needed to ask forgiveness. Like I had, um, you know, let people trespass on my boundaries and I may have trespassed on theirs. So feelings was feeling just very vulnerable and it, on, on reflection, it would have been, um, Maybe a better practice to sit and journal about it, and really sort it all out, and figure out, you know, um, what is mine, and then how I can going forward, how I can show up differently, you know, with these relationships, so that you know there's no more boundary trespassing going on. And then after I'd completed the process and found some some sort of light or clarity or come to some sort of resolution, then maybe I could have, you know, asked my husband if we could sit down and talk about it. And, um, and just for me to share it and say, you know, I'm not necessarily looking for feedback. I just wanted to share something I'm going through right now. That might've been more respectful for me and my, my own feelings, my own process.
0: Right. Cause you were coming to him really vulnerable and didn't get the emotional
1: response you were hoping for, and then felt even more vulnerable in that moment, you know? Right. Cause I felt unseen and unheard because he was like, just fix it. And he (laughs) went on, you know? And it's so interesting, like we were just
0: mentioning like men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And it's so true. Like if you had mentioned that to a woman, she would be able to respond in a different way. Even immediately, even in the vulnerability, you would feel more of a comforting, nurturing response. And the man's usually like logical, like let's fix it. Here's the solution. And then the man is feeling like they've done a really good job in that moment. Of fixing the their loves problem
1: and the woman's still left with this raw feeling inside yeah yeah and that could have spiraled into something else because it because then I could have felt hurt because my husband didn't see or or experienced me the way I wanted to be seen or experienced and and the response wasn't what I was looking for and and so I could have then you know carried that for the rest of the day well yeah He doesn't have time for me. He doesn't see me. He doesn't this. He doesn't that. But in reality, I, I realized that, wait a minute, that was my, my responsibility to share it at the right time in the right way. And um, I can't expect him to be, (laughs) can't expect him to be exactly what I want him to be because he's him. He's, he's not, he's not me and he's not a girlfriend. He's my partner, which is male. So yeah, absolutely reasonable.
0: And you also mentioned like the timing, like maybe in the morning brushing the teeth isn't the best time. Maybe it had to be scheduled or thought out a little bit more, like the feelings had to be
1: metabolized in that way. Exactly. I love that word metabolized because that's exactly what it is, you know, after sitting with it, journaling with it, you know, really honoring what I'm feeling and and really me giving space to me, me listening to me, you know, me giving myself everything I need, which is, you know, essential. And that's the foundation of conscious relationships really is, is each person gives themselves what they need first. Um, if I had done that, and then, then perhaps asking to schedule some time to sit and talk about it, you know, in a, in a space where our hearts could be open, uh, not necessarily where we're, you know, making coffee and turning on the computer and, you know, doing all the daily tasks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it makes a huge difference when they like the time set apart for that and the feelings aren't raw and open. Right. It'll be a whole different conversation. But what would be some tips that you could give to our listeners of when something has to be metabolized still and it's still kind of in that raw or vulnerable place just so people could be more conscious of that within themselves? I
1: think, um, you know, this is advice I would give to myself as well, you know, really honoring our ourselves and our emotional state, you know, it starts with awareness. It always starts with awareness. Like, wait, what am I feeling? You know, something feels a little like stirred up. It's bubbling. It's a little uncomfortable. Okay. So let me sit with that, you know, and now let me honor it. Like, what do I, what do I need to do with this feeling? Like there's no solving really. It's just being with it. So let me first be with this, find some space where I can be with it. And it may be, I have to withdraw from, you know, what group activities for a little bit, you know, take my journal or or go meditate or something. Go for a walk in nature. That's my favorite thing to do, obviously, me and my fairy forest. Um <laughs> just uh, take it with me and you know just you know let it move let it move in the way it needs to move and that's the thing. There's really nothing to solve. Just let it move. And um and once it's you know a little more subtle maybe there's more clarity, maybe there's more resolution, then then it's, it's something that could be shared with another person. But, you know, first it's, you know, honoring ourselves, respecting ourselves, giving ourselves to learn what we need. Those are the first three steps.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. And the second one, you said like actually holding these feelings until they move themselves because feelings are always going to change. They're never going to stay exactly the same. And sometimes it feels scary. It's like these feelings are so overwhelming, whatever they may be. That situation may not have been extremely overwhelming but it could be for a woman a very overwhelming sense of a feeling and it may be kind of scary to sit with that yeah. especially if they're just starting this process
1: right right and the impulse is to share it because it somehow in our minds we think that's going to help <laughs> but sometimes it doesn't sometimes it makes it so much worse
0: just... and
1: um Something I've I've definitely learned to, to practice that, and again, I'm on the path. I'm not an expert, but I've learned to, when those feelings start happening, like, let me wait a minute. What am I noticing? Okay, what is that feeling? Okay, that's that's not uncomfortable. It's like really, oh, okay. Now, what do I do with it now? Just you know, let it be, but take take it somewhere where it can work itself out. You know, um, actually, I had a moment last night too where I was feeling just overwhelmed with all the stuff. Um, lots of things going on in my life. And um, I just realized, like, I need to take a walk. That's what I need to do. <laughs> you know, that's the best solution. Let me just take a walk. Absolutely. Walking is one of my favorite tools for
0: if your mind is like in gridlock and you have all these emotions kind of bubbling up, or even this raw or sensitivity. The walking like a moving meditation to me that just moves the energy through. And I always feel different after a 40 minute walk, 30, 40 minute walk.
1: Yeah, I agree. And there've been plenty of times I've pulled to the side of the path and put my arms around a tree and just, you know, sometimes I'll just tell the tree or give it to the tree. The trees are always there to support us. Or um, if there's moss growing at the base of the tree, I'll put my hands in the moss and, you know, tell it to the moss, let the moss support us as well. I mean, nature is there for us 100%. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. um I had a similar situation
0: happen this week also with my partner and um I was feeling really sensitive about like the 15 pounds that I had gained over the last year and I was kind of feeling panicked I'm like is are my hormones out of balance what do I need to do should I eat fruit should I not eat fruit or you know I just felt like there's so many ways to kind of combat this like what's the right answer And um, I had heard this lecture from one of my mentors the other day, and the title of the lecture was Ego or Eros. And so this was like fresh in my mind. And I do practice being as conscious as possible, but we are human, so we do have to forgive ourselves for not being perfect. And obviously, we try to do the best we can with the consciousness that we have in each and every moment, you know, but I had mentioned this to my partner in our like daily kind of connecting period at the end of the day and said, oh I'm kind of stressed out I, I wasn't eating fruit today because I'm following this plan and I my brain felt all weird and I didn't really know what to do and he's like oh you don't follow diets exactly you know and I don't see you tracking 100% and I'm like I feel like I'm like getting smaller and more and more sensitive and I'm like babe I really I really want sympathy right now And I'm, I'm remembering instantly, like the man's go-to is to solve the problem and try to figure out what the solution is for the one that he loves. And the woman is usually in a space where she kind of is talking to her man, like she would be talking to a woman and expecting that kind of dynamic. So that was all fresh. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be offended that he's telling me I'm not tracking my calories or following these diet plans for more than a couple of weeks that I'm concerned about. And he's trying to help me. And as soon as I expressed to him, and I wasn't even frustrated because I had that egos versus errors in my mind. If I did feel frustrated, we would have had an ego battle. You know, it would have been me being like, Oh, you're not, you don't listen to me. You don't, you know, you know, I understand me and very sensitive, more sensitive, but with the arrows perspective, I just saw him for what he was offering me and then connected with myself and got into my real desire, which was just some sympathy, you know, like, babe, I know you're struggling. You'll figure it out. You know, as I said that he softened and gave that to me but it was such an interesting process to be conscious of how that could go in two totally different directions,
1: depending on my response. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love how you were able to articulate what it was that you needed, that you, you needed some sympathy. That was amazing. I, I don't think I'm ever, I'm not, I'm not that brave. Sometimes I I won't just ask for it. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, so when's a good time, but it's awesome that you can just ask for it. That's great. Well, I guess I also have to accept if I
0: ask for it, it may or may not be available. So I'm taking a risk.
1: You are. Uh,
0: Even if I do say I I would like some sympathy or I need some sympathy, he's conscious enough at times to say, I don't have that for you right now. And then I kind of have to sit with that feeling where I'm like, this doesn't feel good, but here we are. And I just kind of move past it. You know, Mm -hmm. I realized the hard way probably not to try to get something from somebody that's not available. Like, yeah. Yeah. which I, I, I literally had to learn that the hard way because I was like, <laughs> Why can't you give me sympathy? Maybe
1: in the past, the old me kind of would have went right. down that path, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, oh, that's that's courageous. And it, wonderful that he's he's got the dialogue that he can just come back and say, oh, okay, yes, I can give you sympathy or no, actually it's not available right now. Like, Yeah, that's, that's good consciousness on his part.
0: Yeah. Another thing that you said for both the toothbrushing and the moment, if I would have came at him with that, like if we were brushing our teeth, he's very one, all men, not just him. Men, men are very one task focused. Mm-hmm. Women can see all the things going on, all the feelings. They know what everybody's got going on, how everybody feels. Men know the one thing that's in front of them and women really have to know and recognize that mm-hmm. so if I would have said to him and tried to get sympathy about this when he was brushing his teeth it would have been short it wouldn't have been that kind of dialogue that I could kind of navigate through I probably would have had my feelings hurt a little bit more because there wasn't any space there mm-hmm. for anything besides the task
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's good to be conscious and aware of like where your man's at or your, your woman's
1: at with their timing. Yes. Oh, I love that. There's a reminder that males focus on one task. That's yeah. it. That's what they do. It's yeah. not because they're bad. They just right. do. And women, we've got it all going on. The balls are in the air. We can feel the energy of the room. We're thinking about dinner, all the things. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Another interesting thing it makes me think of is when I read this in the Queens code about how men and women's needs are very different. Like, I remember that it said, like, if the man has a need, he wants to take care of it immediately, like, he's hungry, he's tired, sex, or whatever the things are, and where women might postpone their needs or delay or navigate more, based on the circumstances, Mm -hmm. if a man man realizes he needs something, it's like now, and that's top priority over everything, which that kind of took me a minute to accept get used to understand yeah.
1: that flow. wow that's a, that's an important point yeah and um I think from my experience women can put our needs last I mean that's like the uh, the uh, unhealed feminine or the unawakened feminine and that's been my life story as well you know I put my needs at the very 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 last after everybody's fed tucked into bed etc <laughs> Then I might, you know, go to the bathroom or something, whatever it is. Um, so that's that's good to know that, and so we could learn something from men. You know, that's um, the ability to take care of your needs when you need them. Like, wow, I I could I could still learn a lesson from men <laughs> about that. Yeah,
0: and that men probably think the women take care of their needs. Like, if a woman has a need, she's gonna address it and take care of it. Right. And women are that's how they're uh, wired. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, yeah, they, they okay. I'm sure they don't realize how much we deplete ourselves because we put our needs at the very end and we'll get to them eventually, but sometimes we don't. And then we show up and we're frazzled and he's like, well, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it's still ultimately each
0: individual's responsibility to keep your cup full. Exactly. Where's that balance of um, keeping your cup full and managing the
1: needs of all the surrounding needs. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, we can remind each other that as as often as possible on a daily basis, how full is your cup and have you filled it today? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it makes me think of too like what you mentioned about boundaries. Like once you know that there's a need there, then you kind of need to create a boundary around it to make sure it's getting met maybe with your client or with your partner or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it it could be as simple as just putting my needs first and I don't have to communicate the boundary, but it's just, you know, re shifting my inner priorities, you know, instead of, Oh, this person needs me. Let me drop everything and go. It's like, okay, hang on. Let me take care of what I need now. And I'll address that as soon as I can. Right. So Simple as that.
0: And like, how could women kind of shift into that energy more? I wonder, Cause I know it's probably a struggle for most women.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any magic solutions. I just think it's a daily, <laughs> it's a daily. daily practice. It really, really is funny. a daily practice. And it, like all things that start with awareness, you know, if we set the intention to, you know, start practicing that where I put my need first. I mean, I guess one of the practices I do is, um, a lot of times I'll ask myself, you know, what do I need? When I look at all the needs that are out there, you know, here's a whole day full of needs. Okay. But what are my needs? And then how can I put those as a priority? You know, sometimes that's what I do um, on a good day when, you know, my awareness is on point. I'll, I'll start the day that way. You know, here's all the things that need to happen. What do I need find a way to do that first? (laughs) But I don't always, I don't always succeed. Sometimes I Right. it comes to feeding me that doesn't sometimes I forget about that like wait have I fed myself oh okay so today was not a good day of awareness (laughs) right yeah absolutely
0: yeah it's so interesting the different um, dynamics that are in play with needs getting met and especially like I know you're extremely giving person too I'm a really giving person as well like we're givers you know and when it comes to love and unconditional love my thought process always was if you have it you give you know and then you keep giving if somebody needs something then you give it and you help them and so I guess it's like you have to fill your cup up enough so you have the overflow to give yeah and keep digging keep giving out of an empty barrel you know
1: yeah yeah definitely that's so much I could write a book about that one yeah. <laughs> my life story about burnout my goodness yeah because when your cup is empty that's a pretty scary place to be when it's completely empty and then there's nothing left that's a pretty scary place to be so we, we want to avoid that for sure yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: me too and I thought that unconditional love was unconditional giving like mm-hmm. an old paradigm of mine was that they were one and the same mm-hmm. and I still do in a sense believe that like but I also want to make sure that my needs are taken care of too. And that's a way to love myself, like loving myself unconditionally, and then also loving everyone else unconditionally.
1: Yeah. That's the key. It starts with you. It starts with loving yourself unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the, that's the area of growth. I think we can all work on probably all women could work on that. You know, sometimes I'll ask myself or I'll ask my clients that, you know, a question that they can ask themselves, you know, how can I, find the light today like one what's one way that I can find the light today you know that's a good question to ask ourselves yeah that's beautiful that's yeah. such like a light
0: happy joyous energy
1: mm-hmm. delight yeah delight mm-hmm. yeah because it's it's really it's not practical it's not superfluous it's it's um or it is superfluous really it's like what delights you, and then find a way to do that every day, whatever it may be, and it can change from day to day.
0: Yeah.
1: I can feel that that would be a big, a big
0: spark in your heart when you're doing that consistently. Yeah. And then your cup is full, and then you can give, right, that space. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add in for today, or any of other topics, connect any pieces together? any last little bits of wisdom
1: hmm. I think we've pretty much said everything I think it would just be that um you know maybe just a, a simple reminder that we're all on the journey together especially all women on this journey of you know realizing that we've got to put ourselves first and that find the unselfish way to do that you know <laughs> um I think that's uh, become almost to me like a bad word selfishness because I think, really almost nobody is selfish. Really. <laughs> no women that I know are selfish. So if we're asking ourselves if we're selfish, we're wrong. Uh, <laughs> wrong question, you know? <laughs> so finding ways to love ourselves um, definitely has to be a priority. And so we we'll just encourage each other on the journey every day. Like, how have you loved yourself today? Maybe we could ask each other that. How have you loved yourself today? I love that. Mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much, Mary, for sharing all of your beauty and goodness today. Thank you. We do have sessions available. We have couple sessions available with Mary and we have individual sessions available with myself. And Mary's will open up shortly and um, mine are open now. So let us know if you're looking for a little bit more consulting around conscious communication in your relationship and we'd be happy to work with you.